Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to week 16 of the Bagels and Locks podcast with Davey Bagels. My name is Chase Podorski, giving you a special Friday morning edition. Both of us are supposed to be working. Dave's nursing a bit of a hangover from the holiday party. If you had the video, uh, you would see me lying under the covers in bed. So I just wanted to paint the full picture of what you're working with here. Last night, I fell asleep to the Wolf of Wall Street, um, which isn't you know particularly unique for me. It probably happens like once a month. Um, but it's relevant right now because there's a quote that Jordan Belfort says in the movie. Um, do we have time real quick that I could just give a, like a, a crazy Wolf of Wall Street tangent or do you want me to stay on task? It's totally up to you. No, 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 no. You're flowing. Go. Um, all right. I'll start with the quote and then I'll circle back real quick to the story. Um, the quote is, don't judge me on my wins because there are so many. Judge me on my losses because there are so few. I'm zagging and taking the opposite of that quote, and I'm just going to get in front of it. We have we have been talking about how my consistency has been there all season. This year, I laid, laid my first goose egg of the year, 0-5. Sometimes you got to just embrace your terribleness, so I'm getting in front of this. Um, the quick Aruba uh, aside that I have for this is um, – we're waiting in line for a taxi cab and my family's talking to these two girls around our age before, uh, behind us, not going to say any names, not going to say any locations to keep this as vague as possible. But long story short, she said she knew one of my friends. I said to my friend, I'm like, Oh, he knows you or she knows you. She went to this camp. It was in this sorority. He's like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? You know how many girls that could be? I said, that's totally fair. Um, they did go to a school with a lot of Northeast Jews that some of our friends went through. Um, but long story short, he goes, I know the girl fun fact, her father was the basis for the Jonah Hill character in Wolf of wall street. No shit. 
was like, ah, probably would have made more of an effort to strike up a conversation then. Yeah, I mean, her dad probably went to jail, but at least she had fun stories. Yeah, but you know what? That movie was set so long ago. Like, if Jordan's out, I have to think her father's out. That's a good point. He's probably out, but he, you know, he probably did some time too. There's also a world where, um, you know, her father was with the cousin. It's it's not a hundred percent clear in that movie if that actually happened or not. Good point. The cousin good. grew. The cousin grew up hot. You know, he wasn't going to let anyone else bang his cousin. <laughs> uh, the other thing I will say to get ahead of it is I unfortunately will not be attending the what is this like tenth or eleventh annual festivus called tenth. We're calling it 10th, but we're going to call next year 10th too because the numbers are a little bit It's like crazy. It's, it's like I went to the movies last night and AMC has been celebrating their 100th celebration, which was in 2020. It's twenty. It's about to be 2024 in case you didn't know that. Um, yeah, 10th anniversaries can last more than a year. It is going to be at the Sucker Punch Bar on 25th and 3rd? Yeah, something like that. Uh, type in Sucker Punch, 2 to 6. Get your... Uh, holiday festiveness out um there's also like some kind of a fundraising component to it i don't really know the details but you can get drunk with our friends um and help raise money for a good cause which allows you to feel good about the self that about yourself that god willing you're going to be blackout drunk at four o'clock in the afternoon did i leave out any pertinent details there no you got it i um i i just really respect your your ability to to tell these stories and talk about festivus um and and do it so seamlessly to obscure your own five week. Uh, we're we're recording oh, it. Oh oh no, we're circling we're circling back to the own five week. I I led with the own five week. I yeah, know I I know I suck. Pretty picture around it. You wouldn't have even said your picks. I'll get right in front of it. Steelers Pats under thirty and a half. That somehow hit in the first half. That was absurd. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, we knew was bad. I don't think I realized the extent to which he was bad. Uh, so that didn't hit. Um, Cowboys Eagles over 51 and a half was, I believe, the closest I got. That was 33 13. That did not hit over 48 and a half in the Chiefs Bill games. Mahomes is a little bitch. That did not hit. Texas minus three and a half at the Jets. Uh, that game was nothing, nothing at the half. And then, uh, I mean, crazy week for New York slash New Jersey quarterbacks. Um, and I'll loop Josh Allen into this, honestly. Josh Allen beat Mahomes. And DeVito and Zach Wilson were players of the week. Um, so that should tell you that the Jets won. Um, and then over 43 and a half in the Lions-Bears, they had 26 points at the half and didn't score a lot in the second half. Uh, so 0-5, um, still above 535, 32-3, but does not feel nearly as good as it did a week ago, obviously. But we move on. We're, we're recording on Friday morning because you've been running from this all week. We usually record Wednesday nights. Chase went 0-5, and he's just been running from it, not answering my texts, completely <laughs> ghosting me. He's he's ashamed, but look, I'm I'm proud of you for um, facing that, your fears today. And that, what that, that is obviously the reason why. Um, it has nothing to do with the fact that uh, I went to my – I probably my first hockey game in like two years. Hockey games are fun, man. You really went all the way out to the island just for a hockey game? I don't know that I'd, I would do that. Well, I had free tickets and they were in the hundreds and like, it's also, uh, you know, it, it's also, you could take the train pretty direct where it's only like a 35 minute train ride to and from. Yeah, that's not bad. I'll put and it I, this way. I'll put it this way. I had a much easier time getting to UBS than by the time you factor in all the changeovers. 
than I did having to get to MetLife Monday. Fair enough. Getting to MetLife is a pain and, in the and, ass. And don't forget, you could take LIRR from Grand Central now. Right. That's true. It's For like, it, boy, it's like 9,000 underground tunnels that you have to go through, and you're sweating your ass off by the time you get to the train. But you could do it. But, um, yeah, nonetheless, 0-5, it happens. It happens. It, it usually happens to me and not you, but it does happen. I'm glad I could spread some joy. Tis the season. Um, I went two and three, which obviously is not good, but it does boost my my um, my hit percentage. So all in all, not a terrible week. Um, I almost took the Pats Steelers under with you, but I ultimately took Pats plus six, and I in real life took them money lines. That was a hitter. Uh, I had Jags plus three that missed. Browns won that game. Um, Lions minus three at the Bears. Bears won that game, so that's a miss too. Niners minus ten and a half. That was a hit. Uh, and then I had the Eagles plus three and a half, and they got blown out. Um, I will say, importantly, that most had, import most importantly, most importantly, I had another fucking win on this tackle assist bagel bet. I'm good at this. I, I we're we're nine and three, nine and two on the year, depending on how you want to count that first week where I was still getting acclimated, um, and I wasn't sure if we were really going to do it. But I'm on a fucking roll, and if you're not tailing this bet, you're a fool. You're a fool because I'm good at this, and the numbers do not lie. Yeah. So uh, another week. I don't think either. Or none of us are picking college football, right? There's like five bowl games this week. Um, Again, if you want what I consider to be free money, and it pains me to say this, fade the Bruins. Uh, they're playing Boise State. Boise State is missing their quarterback, but I still would bet against my team in the L.A. Bowl. Um, or no, we're not in the L.A. Bowl. We're in the – what are we in? The Independence Bowl? Some bullshit bowl game. That is, um, if you're playing now, it's a bullshit bowl game. We are playing in the – oh, no, we are in the L.A. Bowl. Um if nothing else, tune in to see how few fans show up to what is essentially a home bowl game for UCLA. That's worth the price of admission in itself. That's sad. Yep, well, that's the reality with this program. Um, all right, my first pick of the week is uh, going to be – I'm trying to think of the order I want to do this in. We're going to go Bengals minus three versus the Vikings. Um I don't know if I'm all the way there with Jake Browning quite yet, um, but he has he has proven. Look, he's not going to be Joe Burrow, but he has proven the last couple of weeks he can run this offense. Um, and at the end of the day, when you have weapons like Chase Higgins, Boyd, Mixon, the emergence of a guy like Chase Brown last week, you don't need to be an incredible quarterback. You just basically need to hit your spots and don't make mistakes, which is like, yes, obviously quarterbacking 101, but the defense is always going to bring it. Um, and again, this Vikings team, the D has played hard. I think Brian Flores will have them ready to go. I, I just, Justin Jefferson is still banged up. Um, Alexander, Ma Alexander Madison's out They're Now, uh, Nick Mullins is starting a quarterback. Dobbs was demoted to third string. This is a team that scored three points to beat the Raiders last week, which again, maybe they're due for an explosion. The Raiders got shut out and then put up 42 against the chargers last week. But I don't know. I just think the Bengals are the better team here. They're the healthier team. And I think the biggest thing for me is they just have much more trust in the quarterback position right now than the uh, Vikings do. 
Yeah, I think I'm going to ride with you here. Um, where is this game? Oh, it's in Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm riding with you here. Um, I think you're right. Vikings aren't getting a lot out of at a quarterback. Jefferson's coming back, but it's it's hard to see their uh, their their vertical passing game really attacking the the, the Bengals at all. Um, and Browning looks good. And you're right. This is a, a more complete offense on the Cincinnati side. Um, so I'm I'm riding with you. It's to their credit. They've they've not that Joe Mixon is the Joe Mixon he used to be, but they really have done a good job of um, rearranging this offense. I would say where you know, Mixon is the centerpiece and it allows them to basically play through him where Browning doesn't have to be the guy. All that said though, the last two weeks when Browning has had to be the guy, he looks pretty fucking good. Yeah, he looks good. He does look good. You know, I, I, I think people forget. It's like, uh, yes, obviously he was an undrafted quarterback for a reason, but I, I think I said this last week prior to UW this year, the only two teams to make the playoff from the PAC 12, were Marcus Mariota Heisman and the Jake Browning led UW team. So it's, it's not like this is not to throw shade at him, but it's not like a, like a, a, a badge on the bears. We went to like a D for two school. Like this guy has big game experience. He's a winner. Uh, yeah. He's a winner. Um, all right. So that is my first pick. Second pick. I'm going Colts minus one and a half versus the Steelers. Um, the Colts did not look good last week against the Bengals. I, I, I just, to me, the Steelers situation right now is so bad, which may make this a trap game, but like the fact that Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season and people in Pittsburgh are calling for his job, illustrate how bad it is. I, I just think this team can't move the ball with Trubisky. Um, and, and you can say what you want about the defense. Um, I think Alex Highsmith is still in concussion protocol. TJ Watts banged up as well. You could say all you want about the defense. They gave up 21 first half points to Bailey Zappi last week. So, I know the Steelers are known for their defensive pedigree, but after watching what I saw last week, I, I just – I don't know. Again, I think it's another example where the Colts are at home, they're in the Dome, and I just think right now we're the better team. And when it's a one-and-a-half spread, which is you know essentially pretty close to pick zone, I'm riding with the Colts. I just think they're the tougher, more physical team right now. Yeah, I, I don't hate your pick. I'm, I'm not going to tell you, but I, I, I don't hate it. Um, Steelers, D's giving up. A lot of points to the, you know, they gave 21 points to the Patriots and, and 24 to the Cardinals the last two weeks. Neither of those are good offensive teams, and that's that's a lot of points for them. Um, and you're totally right; they can't move the ball at all. Trubisky, Trubisky sucks, man. He may not be in the in the NFL for much longer because it's bad. Um, look, I, I I think the Colts at home probably win this game, but there's definitely a world where this devolves into a fucking seven seven in the fourth quarter rock fight, and it's like whichever quarterback can make one big throw and get them into field goal position, you know, that that's, that's who's going to win by three points. So, and that's when you go with the Minshew mania. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, I mean, you're, I'll, I'll, I'll take, I'll take Gardner um, instead of Mitch, but this is going to be such a fucking rock fight. Either team could win this game. It's not going to be fun to watch. I'll tell you that. Somebody made a very interesting, I was just, I was reading the athletic this morning and they were talking about the Colts and, um, like, if you're a Jets fan right now, are you playing the what-if game with the fact that Minshew signed with the Colts for $3.5 million? Like, what do you think the uh, – Jets are probably with Gardner Minshew instead of everyone else and above 500 team with that defense, right? You, you'd think Gardner's so he's, – he's so volatile, you know. 
Like Gardner will win you a game, but he'll also lose you a couple games. I, I know, but up until last week, their quarterbacks had pretty much exclusively lost, lost games game. for the Jets. No, that's true. That's true. They, they would they would probably have two more wins than they have now, which yeah would make them a playoff team. So just food for thought. Like pay the couple million dollars to get a real backup quarterback. Agreed. Half I, the I, league is backup quarterbacks right now. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of sad. Um, I, I'm going to add the under here to my card actually. Because I didn't realize it was in the 40s, which seems a little bit stupid for two pretty inept offenses. One really inept offense, a Steelers defense that should bounce back. So I'm taking under 42 and a half. You don't think there's going to be a lot of points in the Gardner Minshew Mitch Trubisky Bowl in 2020, in late December 2023? Especially because I, I, I really think this the Pittsburgh defense they have to bounce back. They can't just keep, you know, they fill the guys. And Taylor's out for whatever it's worth. Right, no Taylor. They're they're running Zach Moss out there. Um. All right, my third pick, and like I I hate that I'm picking for this team. So I'm going to preface this of just I'm picking against the other team. Falcons minus three at the Panthers. I watched, uh, you know, it happened to come on red zone a lot last week. The Panthers are terrible. So bad. I'm 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 with you on this pick. This is like this is gonna be my next one. And again, I don't think you could blame it on Bryce Young fully. Because look, they knew the scheme sucks. They have no protection. Um, the Falcons, the Falcons last week they lost to the Bucks. Yeah, they did. They, they lost they, to the Bucks, but put up 25 points. They moved the ball well. Um, if you're a Falcons fan, especially one thing that like your eyes should have lit up last week, both Drake London and Kyle Pitts had huge games in the same day. If you could get Drake London or Kyle Pitts to have a huge game this season, that's big. The fact that both had them in the same day is great. Um, I, and be, yeah, but yeah, Bijan is a stud. Like I, I, I worry less they, about They don't him. always get him involved. You know, that he, he, he suffers from the same problem as those guys, which is like, they have them, but sometimes they just don't use them, and it feels oh, like course. they're wasted. I, I just think I, I, there's a world, and, and I'm not ready to throw in the towel on Bryce Young like everybody else is right now, I, but there's a world where this just goes down as one of the worst trades in NFL history because you basically traded the ninth. The trade is going to go down as the ninth overall pick, a first overall pick, I think a couple seconds – and then again, the trade would have been bad on top of that, but you traded DJ Moore, who's an, a number one receiver, on top of it. I mean, yeah. DJ Moore this year with a combination of Pageant and Justin Fields throwing him the ball 76 catches, 1,071 yards, and seven touchdowns. I'm not saying that would have been the difference maker for Bryce Young, but I love Adam Thielen. But for a rookie quarterback to have Adam Thielen as your number one receiver, you know. They set this kid up to fail, and it's a little bit sad. No protection, no defense, no weapons. And I feel for the kid because I feel like it's so much revisionist history where everyone's like, oh, I didn't think Bryce was the pick, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, if you watched any Alabama the last two years, Bryce was the fucking pick. Bryce won a Heisman. He was a stud. He is a stud. He'll figure it out, but it's going to be a tough couple of years while they build a decent roster around him. Well, and, and, and look, put him in a position to succeed. And they are realizing the limitations of, you know, we talk about guys who were successful small quarterbacks in the past. Like everyone brings up like Russ and Drew Brees. Drew Brees was a second round pick. Russ was a third round pick. 
there's a big difference between drafting guys who who are both also supposed to sit at first and structuring your team around them versus right away drafting a 5-10 quarterback. You have to very specifically game plan for that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's – and he, he takes short to, to the next level. Like, he, he's probably two inches shorter than Russ and Drew Brees and Baker, you know, all the little guys. I wish this game was in Atlanta because otherwise I would – if it was, I would be there and would be uh, A, destroying Bryce Young from a heckling standpoint, but B, complaining to management that they have a Chick-fil-A at the stadium. For, and that, it's is it, that it's not open on football yeah, Sundays. That's fucked up. Just seems like a wasted opportunity for Chick-fil-A, but I digress. Um, okay, so we're on to our fourth pick, right? I got two left, yeah. Okay. All right, I'm going Eagles minus three at the Seahawks. This is the bounce-back game to me. Um, Seahawks with Drew Locke kind of hung around. Um, I think they only lost 28-16 to the Niners, so they covered. Um, it's unknown if it's going to be Russ or Drew Locke, but – Look, I just think Seahawks D hasn't been great lately. I think this is a good get-right game for the Eagles. I know they're traveling to the West Coast. Um, I just, again, I think this team is too talented. I said it last week. There's two games in a row about them and the Chiefs. But I think this team is too talented to lose three games in a row. Um, and, again, it's looked really ugly the last two weeks, obviously. But I think you can't lose sight of the fact that the two losses the last two weeks were to the Niners – who I think most people at this point would say are the best team in the NFL. And you lost to a Cowboys team who was hungry after losing earlier in the year to them. And right now, offensively, you're probably, other than San Francisco, the hottest offense in the league. Um, so, yeah, they got their asses kicked. But the nine, the Seahawks are clearly a notch below that. Um, so I like the Eagles minus three. And if you want to prop bet for this one, take DK to score. He's on fire. You know, Chase, I like this one too. I, I like the slate you're putting together here. Not, not only are the Eagles due for a bounce back week, but Chase is also due for a bounce back week. And I like the slate you're putting together. I'm not going to ride with you here because I got two others that I like, but I I, I looked hard at this one. Um, yeah, normally I would never. Normally, because they suck. The Eagles are in free fall because they played the, the two of the best teams in the league. Yeah, normally I would never throw my teams in a, the, these picks in a parlay, but like. I feel very good about these picks this week. Last week, it was like, I mean, last week I picked fucking four over-unders. Like, you could see right away it was going to be an 0-5 week. This week, good week. feel good about it. I'm I'm, I'm feeling good about I'm it, I'm even too. going to throw out additional picks that I like that didn't make my board. That's how much I like this week's board. I love it. I love and it. Then, and then, and, what they need. And then I got – back. Oh, well, wait till I start talking about the prize picks this week. Oh, boy. All right, let me let me give you my fourth. Um, I forget what I, what we talked about. Oh, um, Dolphins minus nine and a half. Don't overthink it. Dolphins beat the shit out of bad teams. They beat the shit out of the Jets. They, they lost so, to the Titans. Titans aside, don't overthink it. They did lose to the Titans. Um, they, they, but, they lost to the Titans, which if you had Dolphins minus 13 and a half, is up there for the bad beat of the year. The Dolphins were a 14 with four and a half minutes left. And lost to fucking Will Levis. Or actually, after last week, I'm going to say they lost to fucking Will Levis. Yeah, yeah, last week was an anomaly. But if you look up and down their schedule, starting with two weeks ago, playing the Commanders, it's just like, beat the shit out of bad team. Beat the shit out of bad team. Cover a 10-point spread. Cover a 10-point spread. Because of the Titans' loss, you're getting this one at a little bit of a discount. 
this line should be 12 or 13. Dolphins wobbled last week, so you're getting it below 10. They win by 10. You win money. Don't overthink it. Don't don't uh, don't don't think about last week. Close your eyes and hit the button. Yeah, I mean, go Dolphins. I like them. They're a fun team. Um, all right, my lock of the week is actually an over-under, as much as I just spent a couple minutes bashing my over-under picks. Um, but I – let me just confirm that this number is still correct. Give me one moment, please. You better... I think we're about to pick the same game in our lock, but in slightly different ways. Are you taking the under? No, 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 no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it. Take the line. Are you taking the home team or the away team? Taking the away team. Yeah, that's probably how I would bet it. I'm going over 50 and a half in the Bills-Cowboys game. Oh, we're not. Never mind. Oh. Um, well, I still would have taken the away team in that game. Look, the Cowboys offense, again, so much I think would have had to go quote-unquote right um, for – Dak Prescott to be an MVP, like top two candidate right now, but it speaks to how incredible um, Dak has been. This offense is rolling. The Bills offense is rolling. Neither defense has, they both defenses have been solid, but don't look, you know, incredible. Um, I think this is going to be a fun one. Agree. It'll be a fun one. Um, And again, and for the context of what that means points wise, 27, 24 with those offenses, Here's like a gear. And I talk about this whenever we talk about Dallas overs, especially now that he's in the MVP race. Dak is always, always you think the fairy dress wears off to throw three picks. And yeah, I mean, come on, it's Dak. This is what he does. He looks good. He looks good. He beats a couple of bad teams. He beats a good team. And then he throws three picks. And everybody's like, oh, right. It's fucking Dak Prescott. He's not especially now that I'm out of it in fantasy. He has nothing to play for anymore. There you go. And he's playing a Bills team that needs wins more than the Cowboys need to win. They're hungry. They're starting to figure it out defensively. I don't I, – I, I agree. The over probably hits. But you can see the scenario where this game just goes against you and it ends like 31-10. And you're like, why the fuck did I take a Dak Prescott over? Yeah, I mean, look, last three the Bills have scored 32-34. I mean, they scored 20 against the Chiefs, but like weird game. Um, and then in the Cowboys last three, it was, I mean, the Cowboys last since November 12th have gone 49, 33, 45, 41, 33. It's a lot of fucking points. No, they're, they're rolling. The question is, do they keep rolling or not? And I don't feel great that they do keep rolling, 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 rolling. Yep. That was a little limp biscuit for the listeners. Oh yeah, I think I think our listeners are big Limp Biscuit fans, so we they appreciate that. Do you know what a Limp Biscuit actually is? Uh, no. Yeah, that's one for Google. It's I'm basically gonna... it's just it's basically if you know what a soggy waffle is, mm. same concept. I learned that in Silicon Valley. If you Google it, uh, yeah, actually you know, don't don't Google it. Don't, don't yeah, it. yeah, don't Google it. <laughs> All right, um, my lock of the week. <clears throat> Because I thought you were going here because I also love the over, but I'm actually going to just take Broncos plus four and a half at the Lions. Um, Broncos are also rolling, putting it together, and the Lions can't get a fucking stop. This defense is bad. Um, they're generally struggling. 
Um, and I honestly, I don't think they figure it out. The Broncos need to keep winning. Uh, you know, we're getting down to that, that time of the season. Um, so I, you know, with them getting four and a half points and the lions not being able to get a stop, I, I, I think the Broncos keep this one close. Yeah. I, uh, I like this game a lot in a teaser. Um, the, yeah, both teams have had a weird couple of weeks, but Goff looks like the guy who was at the end of the Rams tenure right now, and their D looks terrible. So I don't hate Broncos' money line, to be honest. Agreed. No, agreed. Um, I mean, they're 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 free falling losses to a lot of bad teams. Yeah, they just they look like a very they'll still win just by virtue of the division. I think that division, but. They're not. They looked like a team that could have been a real number one seed candidate versus a team that, to me, is a clear one and out. Yep, one and out. Agreed. Which is sad because you know you root for the Lion fans. It would be funny to watch them get a playoff win, but doesn't feel like this year. So other games I liked that I didn't have on the slate, and uh, to be honest with you, Dave, I'm very well hydrated, so I'm gonna pee while we're recording. And uh, that's no, a, come on. No, it's okay. I have headphones, and people won't even be able to hear it. Um, all right, other games. That I like. I like the Ravens minus three at Jacksonville. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, my, my one concern with this, as always, is the Ravens may be the worst team in the history of sports. And this isn't even a new thing. The Ravens may be the worst team in the history of sports that I've ever seen, probably over like a five year stretch of putting teams away. Um, so, given it's a three teams, three point spread, that worries me a little bit there. I like the Giants plus six versus the Saints. Am I crazy? I, yes. Like, yes. here's the thing. Like, the Saints' run game has looked great. Like, Kamara has looked great. Um, last week, they put up a bunch of points. Their D, I mean, again, their D looked solid last week, but it was against Carolina, so I almost think we need to, like, exclude it from this conversation. Um, I don't know, man. The Giants' D has looked good. Like, Jordan Love went from, like, three weeks of – Oh, we love Jordan Love. We love Jordan Love to like look like shit against the Giants. You know, they just keep pounding the rock, this and that. Like, again, everything you said about Dak, like, Derek Carr is fucking awful. Like, he's looked bad. Like, just not a good football player anymore. Um, so I don't know. I like the Giants with a little bit of fairy dust there. Um, so Giants plus six and Ravens minus three and a half. Those are the Chase Mendorsky PP bets. Because I just minus, had to watch him take it, a pee while he it, while he. It's only it. it's only minus three actually. Oh, I think I'm getting it at three and a half. But um, are you getting it at three, Fanduel? Fanduel. I'll check it out. Bears Browns is kind of a toss up for me. I mean, you could you could take Titans minus three today and sprinkle a little and just hope that Stroud doesn't play. Because if yeah. Stroud doesn't play and it's Davis Mills, then yeah, Tennessee is going to give him the business. But if Stroud plays, that line really moves. Really, I mean, he'll he'll move the line three or four points. Yeah, then you're fucked. Um, and those are some additional plays I like. So I, in the meantime, am going to let you now do your. Uh... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we talk about last night? What the fuck happened? I didn't watch much of the game. I, I had the you know the holiday party, but all right. So I got out of the movies and. Uh... Yeah, I left and it was I, – I got out of the movie and I went, holy shit. Um, they gave them the fucking business. I mean, talk about teams that are free-falling. I, I mean, look, Staley yeah. should have been fired weeks ago. The fact that he still has a job, this is proof that it's ridiculous. Um, again, Aiden O'Connell 
I, I, they went from getting shut out by the Vikings, putting up 42 in the first half. That was crazy. Um, I, I have a question that I want to actually ask you. Um, as you know, a, a fellow fantasy connoisseur as myself. Okay. So bear with me. I'm in a 10 team league. It's year one of the league. We structured the league. This is a big dispute late yesterday. We structured the league where everyone has something to play for. Top six teams make the playoffs. Bottom four are the Sacco bracket. Give everyone a reason to keep tuning in. Love it. So I'm in the Sacco bracket. I have no, I finished in eighth place. I have no problem admitting that. And I picked up guys for waivers. The, the punishment is again, it's not personalized like our league, but like it's a beer mile. I don't want to run a beer mile. That's a lot of, that's a lot of running and a lot of beers. So I'm picking up guys trying to make my best lineup. And somebody all of a sudden is like, why are not playoff teams picking people up? Like, what? cause we all, cause we all have something to play for. Where do you stand on this? That's bullshit. No matter what, everybody can pick players up. Don't be the fucking, the salty playoff guy. Who's like, Oh, you took my guy. Your t- your game's not as important as mine with it. We're not friends here. This is fantasy football. I, I pick guys up in leagues where I don't have anything to play for just out of spite, just because it's funny and I don't want anybody it's true. else. I did it in our league with Zamir White yesterday. Yeah. And he had 15 points. Would have, probably was going to be my best running back this week. I, uh, I should have picked him up. I've been sleeping on that. Uh, well, I have him in Dynasty. Like, Zamir White was like the dartboard that, like, this week in my Dynasty playoffs had a huge week for us. Um, but, no, my argument was like, look, in a league where – I will see your argument in a league where if I'm in like fifth, sixth place, I'm just sitting there, but we made the league in such a way that um, everyone has something to play for. So therefore I thought everyone had access to the waiver wire. We voted on it. The vote ended in a tie. So everyone got to keep players, which is my long way of standing saying, thank fucking God it did. Cause I picked up the Raiders D. Oh, nice. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. But again, anyone I like my other argument was I bid I have no waiver money left. I bid it's a fab league. I bid zero dollars, which means if anybody wanted them, they could have just bid a dollar and beaten me, you know? Um, so yeah, there's my rant on that. Staley needs to get fired. Easton stick, all things considered, didn't look terrible. Um, he didn't look terrible, they scored zero points. How did he not look terrible? No, they scored twenty one points, threw three touchdowns in the second half. Uh I looked down, it was 42 nothing. I was like, holy And I shit. think he scored two touchdowns for the other team, too. Uh, a couple pick sixes. I think it was a pick six and a fumble. So he scored like 30. He actually scored like 35, 40 points when you think about it. Um, again, part of this for the Chargers, Staley's a bad coach. They didn't have Herbert. They didn't have my lord and savior, Keenan Allen. And Eckler's done. Like, he is done. So, I don't know. You can't get embarrassed like that, but... Uh, Happy for our guy, Antonio Pierce. I think there's a real world where he gets that job now. He should get that job. He, he's done a really good job. Guys seem like they like him. He I seems like think, a real defensive coach. Like he, I think, I think he knows his shit on that side of the ball. Well, and I just think sometimes it's like stick with the interim guy. Like the Raiders made them – they made that mistake hiring Gruden over um, – or no, it was hiring McDaniels over Bataccio, the special teams coach who got them into the playoffs that year. Right. Look, you don't always need to have the flashiest name. You hire the guy that guys want to play for. And clearly yeah. guys want to play for Antonio Pierce, which I don't Mark Davis will fuck this up, though. Oh, of course. I heard they're trying to get Gruden back. 
Maybe that's what they did when they fired him. They were like, John, don't worry. We're going to hire some idiots in the interim. Just let this whole thing cool off and we'll bring you back. No, let he's, it, dead. he's dead. Let it blow over. Um, all right. Give us your, give us some special teams action. Quickly. Well, no, it's, it's Friday. You can't do the bagel bet. It's a Thursday night bet. It shows how much I paid attention to it. <laughs> I stick. Well, if you paid it, if, you, if you've been betting it, you've been winning, but clearly you haven't. Um, I don't have DraftKings. You know this. I actually cannot bet it. <laughs> that's true. The fact that they don't have this on other platforms is criminal. Um, but all right, a couple of a uh, couple of promo sexuals um, give you some promos to get you through the weekend. Uh, it's light, and honestly, I thought recording on Friday there'd be more promos up, um, but I. I I am disappointed to say there are not. Um, if you want to bet college this week, I don't know why. Um, you, there's a 33% uh, four-leg parlay boost on, on DraftKings. Um, they also have a 100% soccer parlay boost. Um, so if you're into soccer betting, that's a nice one. 100% is hard to find. And then uh, on the NFL side, nothing on DraftKings, but Fandle's doing a 25%. Four leg, same gamer. They do this one a lot, but it's a it's a good one if you're putting a parlay in. Um, hit hit that. Sorry, it's same game or regular parlays. Just a just a general twenty five percent profit boost on parlays. All right, I got the teaser of the week right now. Hit me. Twelve teams just cooked it up. We're doing a five point teaser plus seven thousand. Juicy. You're getting the Seahawks, or it's Jesus, the Eagles. Plus two against the Seahawks. You're getting the Bengals plus two against the Vikings. In the Steelers Colts game, we're actually not going to tease, despite them one of them being my pick. We're going to tease the under to 47 and a half. They're not scoring that many points. Gardner and Minch. You're going to get the Broncos at nine and a half. You're going to get the Giants at 11. You're going to get the Falcons at plus two. I can't believe I'm saying this. We're going to tease the over. In the Joe Flacco Justin Fields game, mm, I, I I really like the Browns in that game. Their 30, defense could really shut Fields down. Thirty three and a half, not a huge number. Still too many points. You're gonna tease the Chiefs down to three and a half against the Pats. You're gonna tease the Rams down to one and a half versus the Commanders. You're gonna tease uh, the Niners down to seven and a half. Versus the uh, Cardinals. You're going to yep. take that over in the Bills-Cowboys down to 45 and a half. And you're going to get the Ravens plus two versus the Jags. I don't I hate think- it. I, I don't feel great about the about the um, the, the Browns-Bears over. And I don't feel great about anything in the Rams-Commanders game. I don't know so, what the fuck is going to happen in that game. Both those teams suck. So take it out. You still got a 10-leg te- teaser. I like it. I like it. I, look, I like plus 7,000, but you want to know what I like more? Do it. I forgot what the juice is. It's oh. juicy, though. What I like more is plus 4,270,235. All right, lay it on us. Jesus I, I don't mean to big dick you there. Your, yours may actually hit. Um, that sounds juicy, but it's actually – the least juicy one I've ever put in. That's only five to win 213,000. I worked all morning. I couldn't figure one out to get me to a million dollars. So we're putting a conservative one in here. You know, this is the kind of bet that 
it, it doesn't make your week, but it, you know, it's a, it, it keeps the, it keeps the account growing. It's a little bit of income. Keeps uh, the lights on. 200 grand. It keeps the lights on. So I got uh, Falcons. I got the under in that game and I teased reverse teased the Falcons all the way to minus nine and a half. Cause we both agree. They're going to kick the shit out of a really bad Panthers team. Um, Jets money line. They could win this game, but I don't, I don't, Jets money line and under 37 and a half. I like that as a little pair bet. You get that at like plus 600 if you just bet those two things. And if the Jets win this game, you know it's going under. Um, it means the defense showed up. So I, I tossed that in there. Seahawks money line over 47 and a half in that game, over 64 and a half in the Broncos Lions game. There's going to be a lot of points there. Lions can't stop anybody. Texans money line. Uh, under 39 and a half in the Giants Saints game, uh, commanders money line against the Rams and Jags money line against the Ravens. Again, that's five to win 200 grand income. Keep the lights on. All right. Um, give me one second because the prize picks this week is a little complicated. Um, not because of, well, it is actually exactly because of what's on the board. Um, so I'll explain it as I start to look for guys that we like. So this week for, for prize picks, you got your goblins and you got your ghouls. It's a little late for Halloween terms, but all right. Yeah, Can we I'm do Christmas sure. words? Can we do um, yeah, I, I, your reindeer and your gingerbread or something? Yeah, somebody fucked up. Um, regardless, you got your goblins and you got your ghouls. You got your gobba ghouls uh, for Tommy DeVito. So... Basically, what this means is the ghouls, which have a green emoji next to them, the ghouls are players. It's essentially alt lines to, to simplify this for us. Um, the ghouls means that a player's odds are decreased. So you're getting a reduced line. The goblins, however, if you get a goblin next, the line is an increased alt line. So what that means is you're going to get much, much better odds. Um, so if you want to do an all goblins parlay, um, which, sorry, right now I'm looking through all the goblins just to kind of uh, see what's what and see what I like. So sorry, I'm, I, I, is, are the goblins where you get more juice and so longer the, so, odds? So the goblins, you get more juice. Okay. The ghouls, you're a gabagool. That's how you think of it, okay? Uh, yeah, that was super clear. Um, yeah, see, I should be prize picks marketing. <laughs> um, okay, I have two quarter, two runners, two receivers. Let's throw two quarterbacks in here. All right, let's go. I can't believe I'm. I am so all in on Jake Browning after this week. Um, God, I don't like Gardner Minshew. I don't like Russ. I don't. <sighs> Dave, who's a quarterback you think is going to ball out this week? Russ. Do you actually? Yeah, they play the Lions. You think he's going to throw for a lot of yards? I think he's going to throw for a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns. And I think he runs for 15. 5-0 or 1-5? 1-5, 1-5. You think Russ is going to throw for 250 yards? Yes. Okay. All right. Three touchdowns. All right. In that case, then, here's what you can get for an all-goblin prize pick. Okay. Rashad White, who's gone over 100 yards two of his last three games, 100 yards. 
against the Packers, but they've really committed to Rashad White lately. Kyron Williams, probably the biggest fantasy winner in fantasy this year. 100 yards versus the Commanders. Yep, he's a beast. OBJ. OBJ <laughs> is back, y'all. 60 yards against the Jags. CD Lamb, 100 against the Bills. Jake Browning, 275 passing yards against the Vikings. And Russ, 250 passing yards versus the Lions. You do all those. It is a whopping $10 prize pick to win $990. It is a 99X multiplier. I mean, and you don't anything in there that I felt like won't happen or can't happen. So that, that feels and again, like- you could you could mix and match. You don't have to go all goblins. You could do a couple normal picks, couple goblins, maybe even mix in a ghoul if you think there's a uh, one you want to like. Um, also, for whatever it's worth, this is not football related, but on Prize Picks, um, if you want basically a free space, they have. Um, I think you can only do this up to like twenty five dollars in bets. But it's a Kevin Durant to score one point on Christmas versus the Mavericks. Now, again, there is a world that Kevin Durant could get hurt in that game. Um, similar to like when Aaron Rodgers didn't throw passing yards week one. Um, but all that said, um, what the hell is this? Sorry, I just got an email about an assertion family plan. and I don't know what the fuck this is. So hopefully my mom bought something on Amazon or I have to call fraud. Um, basically, it's a free space, but you wouldn't get your winnings until Christmas. So if you think you have like five winners and you want to give yourself a Christmas present, that's a way to do it. You, you can never parlay something a bunch of games that are happening now and a game that's happening 10 days out. It's just going to encourage you to cash out. You're going to be looking at it for well, a you, Well, Well, here's the good thing though, Dave. You can't cash out on prize picks. You can hedge. What are you going to hedge? Kevin Durant not to score? That's a good point. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're basically, he basically would need to not play or have another career altering injury, which I like Kevin Durant knocking three times, but you're right. It would be an injury. Is what is what would get you. This would be, and and they would take that. You're still going to get paid out. Like they would still just prize prize picks. To their credit, is very good. If a player gets hurt in the first half, or there's like an ejection, their rule of thumb in any sport of is, is if something happens in the first half where the player doesn't play the second half, they basically uh, void that leg of the bet. That's good of them. Yeah, they get it. They fucked me the other day. Not when Draymond got ejected two minutes into the third quarter. But again, it was the third quarter. Yeah. So Draymond fucked us. Draymond should stop throwing punches on the on the court. Draymond needs to see a shrink. He, I think that's the plan. Yeah, he needs he needs help. He does need help badly. Um, all right, that's all I got for this week. Um, to recap, I have Bengals minus three versus Viking, Colts minus one and a half for Steelers, Falcons minus three at the Panthers, Eagles minus three at the Seahawks, and over fifty and a half in the Bills Cowboys game. I got Bengals minus three and a half, Falcons minus three, Dolphins minus nine and a half, under 42 and a half in the Steelers Colts game, and Broncos plus four and a half. Lock of the week. What are you looking forward to most this Festivus? Other, than me, I, not, other than me not being there. Uh, I'll say I'm looking forward to raising a hefty sum 
for the Brain Tumor Foundation. Yeah, that's what it's all about. That's what it's. That's why we do it. Also, Dave, that profit boost on FanDuel is only for a same game parlay, not a regular parlay. Oh shit! Really? They usually do it for both. But you can also like if there's uh, the way around that, and what I've been doing is like if there's a game where you like the over and the game itself or the under, whatever, like that's the get around. Then it counts. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I and I think those pair bets are great. Like. There's no world where the Jets win and this game doesn't go under. So if you like the Jets, you want to take that money line, you want to take that flyer, just also put the under in there. Get yourself an extra, like, 200 of juice. I think I like the over 50 and a half in the Commanders-Rams game. I don't know what's going to happen in that game. It, literally anything could happen and it wouldn't surprise Both of those games, the teams Or Puka touchdowns, anything. They don't really do defense. They don't, Yeah. Until they do, until the commander's offense looks horrible or the Rams' offense looks horrible. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, all right. I want to wish everyone a happy Festivus. Um, there's no uh, there's no holidays like other than Festivus that I need to wish people a happy holiday for, right? Now, we'll do another episode before Christmas. Oh, happy last day of Hanukkah. Dude, you know I didn't light the candles once. Wow. We have a podcast called Bagels and Locks, and you didn't like one Hanukkah I candle. candle. I genuinely, other than Sunday night, have not even been home at sundown to light the candles. Bad Jew. Uh, no shit. Yeah, I, was, I went. I went Aruba, Philadelphia. Sunday I was home, but I was drunk watching football, so that's a pass. And then Giants game, movies, Islanders game, movies. It's Oscar season. I got a lot of movies to see. Mm. So if anyone ever, so if anyone ever wants to keep me company at the movies, just let me know. It's not a cry for help, I promise. Uh, all that said, though, have a great weekend. Everyone show up at Festivus, raise money for a good cause. Come have a few drinks uh, with your favorite or least favorite friend group, depending on how you look at us. I have to assume if you're listening, though, you at least kind of like us, but maybe not. Maybe it's a spite listen. Uh, with Davy Bagels, my name is Chase Minorsky, and this is the Bagels and Lots Podcast. <laughs>